If debit is your go-to card, Discover thinks it's time you get rewarded too. So check out Discover Cashback Debit, a game-changing checking account with cashback on everyday debit card purchases. That's right. Cashback isn't just for credit cards anymore. Whether it's a movie date, flea market find, or midday latte, you can start earning cashback. And did I mention there are no fees, period? Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashback debit. Discover Bank member FDIC. I normally find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting, but Skims has changed that. You know I love Skims underwear, so I finally tried their bras, and Skims has delivered again. Skims bras are worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give, but what I wasn't expecting was how comfortable they are too. I've tried so many bras in the past. And the main issue that I have is that they weren't supportive enough, to the point where they felt slouchy. I love my Skims wireless form bra because it's so comfortable and supportive. The older I get, the more I care about actually being comfortable in what I wear every day. And with my wireless form bra, I no longer have to sacrifice my comfort for the support I need. Shop Skims bras at skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A to 46H. Plus, get free shipping on all orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select Podcast in the survey and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Welcome to the Absolutely Not Podcast, where we do the most and the least at the same damn time. I'm your host, Heather McMahon. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of the Absolutely Not Podcast. I'm your host, Heather McMahon. Thrilled to be here. It's a beautiful day in L.A. I just wanted to start this episode by saying you will see my mom in this episode. I'm so thrilled to have her in the studio. But I wanted to come and do a little recap of the weekend and let you know what we got into, how the shows were in L.A. I just felt like I needed to pepper in a little bit more of my life into this episode. Also, you will hear Robin in a minute talk about a date that she was very excited to have. And now that the weekend has passed, that date did not happen. So it is, I, I, it's a real touch and go emotional day for me, but I was really bummed for her. And I'll still, I still wanted to keep in the parts of my mom talking about the date and her getting excited about it simply because she gave great advice. And then I let her hit the hotline with me, but I felt it wouldn't be honest if I just put out the whole episode. And then I realized, you know, it didn't actually go through. It didn't happen because we recorded a day before. So anyway, let's look into the LA show here in a minute, but I was bummed that Robin had her date cancel. She came out to L.A., was looking forward to it. And here's the gnarly thing about when you're in your 70s and you're dating, right? Like, you actually genuinely have to take in health concerns. This poor gentleman, about an hour or two before the date, said he fell off his bike. He is a cyclist, which is nice because then you know he's got good heart health. You know, we know that the A1C is good. We know he's got Good, he's getting good CO2 in the lungs. So we like an active man. There's nothing sexier than an active gentleman who's a silver fox because that's important. You know, Robin's active. She works out. She's got ripped arms like she's doing her thing. She is not. You're not going to have to be pushing her around in a wheelchair because she's fucking getting in the steps. I mean, you can take that bitch to Red Rocks, put a weighted vest on her and she's doing stair climbers, you know, like she's got it. <laughs> Robin's in shape. 
But the gentleman did say that he had gotten into a little bit of a bicycle accident and was concerned. So she said, well, if you hit your head, you should probably go to the ER. So that's what transpired. I was nervous on Friday night because she was going to go have drinks with this guy. And then she showed up in, at my hotel room and I said, what are you doing here? And she's like, oh, he canceled. He, he hit his head. I told him to go to the ER. So regardless, that is how quickly the date got canceled. And then I made my mom do a full sexy photo shoot and we sent him some pics, put her on the balcony at the the one hotel in West Hollywood. She looked adorable. She looked hot. She looked, you know, just she looked like a little sex kitten. And I was pimping her out. I put her on that balcony. We had the sunset perfectly on the horizon. It was beautiful. And we backlit the shit out of that bitch and uh, sent him a photo. And his response was, wow, do I feel like I messed up? Health report update, though. He is fine. And we did. I did see my girlfriends after the show who had facilitated the the setup. And they did say he was a he was actually injured. So this wasn't like a, you know. This wasn't like a shitty excuse not to meet a hot redhead. But either way, thinking of him, thinking of him, hoping for a speedy recovery. But, uh, you know, I know y'all are invested whenever I see you out on the streets. Hey, how, you know, has Robin been on a date? What's Robin doing? Did Robin go out on a date? Is she dating that guy? Is this, this, that? Hey, did she call my uncle? She's out there. You cannot say that Robin isn't traveling cross country to uh, find somebody to have a good time with. And, you know, for all of you who DM me and say, why isn't your mom on The Golden Bachelor? My mom is not going to go on a TV show and fight with 40 other women over one man. Would she be The Golden Bachelorette? You betcha. So somebody from ABC Casting call me because guess what? Let's make some television. Actually, my career would be over before it started, you know, because if you've watched The Golden Bachelor, it's hysterical. Because all these women, they don't even really care about the guy. They just want to sit around and have girlfriends. They want to sit in the house, make a nice paella. You know, you got Cindy in the back making a nice low alcohol sangria. They've got, they have two glasses and they're all taking their tops off in the hot tub. They don't even care about the old guy. They just want the friendship. And that's a beautiful thing. But I do think Robin, (laughs) she would be a huge liability. Because, you know, at 75, you don't. I mean, this woman will fart in a home goods just because she can. You know, it's just anybody over 70. We love the boomers, but they don't really care. There is no filter. And I'm not saying that they should. You know, that's why we love them. That's why I keep my mom around. She makes me laugh hysterically on a daily basis. But I can just see that there, you know, something might slip. And then the next thing you know, the career is completely canceled. But anyways, I was bummed for her. I was. I was bummed. But then we took her out to a nice dinner because she's a catch. So you can't say that she's not putting herself out there. And for a lot of my single friends, you cannot say that they're not putting themselves out there. So if you're a single gal listening to this and you're like, God, if it's hard for a hot, thin, perky titted 75 year old redhead. Yeah. Just want, if it's hard for her, it's also going to be hard for you. And I, I'm thinking, I'm going to light a candle for all my single gals this week because damn it. It's hard out in these streets. These men, doesn't matter what age they are. They're playing games. Anywho, let's talk about the show. Listen, I want to give a big shout out to the city of Los Angeles for coming out, showing up, showing out, bringing the fucking heat. It was so much fun. I had such anxiety before the show. And and I want y'all to know that when you're a performer and you still get nervous, it does mean you really care. Like, you know, I really care. I'm going out there. I'm trying to give you the best show of my life. But there was this like added level of pressure of just having to know that people from the industry are there and, you know, everybody's such a, such a judger. 
But I, I wrote a little diddle, ditty. I wrote a little song before I went out on stage. And it was just, there's no reason to be anxious. Everybody here has crippling anxiety and insecurities. So just go out there and do it for the people who paid for the tickets. Why do I care if I've got people from the networks who got free tickets? I'm doing a show for the people who paid. You know what I mean? The people who have supported me, who want to come out, who want to giggle. And then, of course, I met all these like, you know, Hollywood wheelers and dealers afterwards. And they were lovely and they love the show. But I want you to know, I cannot thank y'all enough for bringing the heat and the energy because, man, that room felt electric. I had so much fun. It was wild. We had a woman who just I have a bit in the show right now. And if you haven't seen this new tour, I just have a bit about one little quip about Roe vs. Wade. This one woman just was very excited. She was very pro-life. And, I, you know, I would understand if there was a response for a cheer that women's rights are getting taken away, you know, in, in, a, in maybe Montgomery, Alabama. And that's no hate, no shade. I know there's a lot of progressive gals down there. But, I mean, that would kind of make sense. But to have that, like, one woman in L.A., just, I don't even know if she knew what she was cheering for. I, I think she might have had a couple white claws and was confused. But when I say that audience, <laughs> I just, I shut it down. I was just like, ma'am, shut the fuck up. Like, I'm doing my show. Let, let me finish my joke. And then the audience went nuts. They were just like, you fucking tell her. Let's go. It was wild. It was a wild night. I was giggling. I think the lady was had to have been from like Costa Mesa, Orange County. And listen, everybody of all beliefs and political views can come to my shows. It's a very safe space. But it was fucking hysterical because I just shut that shit down. But I didn't see that coming in L.A. So I was on my toes that whole show. Had a hot guy named Carter in the front row flirting with me. I mean, it was it was a good freaking time. So I can't say thank y'all enough. Y'all, Hillary Duff was in the audience. L- Lizzie McGuire and Mandy Moore came together. Now, I didn't get to meet him after the show. I was I don't know how those wires got crossed and I wasn't able to meet him. I don't know what happened. But uh, dude. Lizzie frickin' McGuire. Hey now, hey now, this is what dreams are made of. And Manny Moore Candy. Can you fucking believe it? I mean, that is, dude, if we would have gotten Jessica Simpson, B Spears, and maybe 98 degrees in there, it would have just, it would have, you know, the circle would have closed those rings, closed those damn rings. It was awesome. So I just had a blast, but it was very nostalgic. When I after the show, I was like, oh, my God, I knew Mandy was coming because she DMs me and she's such a sweetheart. We have a cute rapport online. But I was like, damn, Hillary Duff is here, too. Don't tell me your girl hasn't made it. You know what I mean? So freaking cool. But after the show, shout out to the people at Solar Wave. They've got this amazing like UV light. You know, they got the red light and the blue light to help with the acne and the anti-aging. They had this sick house in West Hollywood. And I'm friends with one of the owners. He's like, hey, come down. Let's have a party. We had a sick party at this great house. I had two margaritas. My eyes were crossed. Couldn't feel my face, you know, because I was just so relieved and exhausted from doing the damn thing. But we had a great little party there. And it was just a night to remember. I mean, L.A., dude, L.A., just to think eight years ago, I was working at Soul Cycle down the street. 
you know, and then I was fat and broke and now I'm just fat and rich. So look at that. Look how we've come full circle. But I even had some of my old coworkers, my old buddies reach out and they're like, we're coming to the show, Heather. Remember we used to sit in the quad in front of the Equinox in West Hollywood and hysterically cry because you had $3 in your bank account and you had eaten rotten chicken that you cooked yourself and, and you used to just say, guys, it's going to happen. So anyways, it's cool. It's cool being back in LA. I love LA because everyone's equally as nuts. And I find that refreshing. But it was nice to have my old co-workers there supporting and to be supporting Ray. Ray crushed it. You know, I know I've told this story a million times. But Ray and I met working at a gym and trust and believe the irony is not lost on us. But it was so great to see him do his thing in front of all of his buddies in L.A. He went to school at LMU and I was so proud of him. He crushed. So I get a real joy in my heart to see other people flourish and thrive. And we just we just knocked it out of the park. So thank you again. I know I, I've i been very, uh, I don't want to say like redundant and, and repetitive about saying thank you, but I really mean it from the bottom of my heart. What a fun fucking show. And shout out to Carter, dude. Front row, had a nice head of hair. You know, he had his wife there. She was a couple months pregnant. She was glowing. They were horny. You could feel it. It was palpable. I was in a purple suit. You know what I mean? Just flashing him a little, a little labia every couple minutes. It was great. We were flirting. Jeff wasn't even mad. He was like, yeah, Carter was flirting. We were into it. But what a show. What a time. And I've been making the rounds, dude. I have been running around like a crazy person because, you know, you're doing press and PR and all this shit for the special and and just for everything in life. So I've been hitting, hitting the ground running. I've been changing blazers in the car like America's Next Top Model. I mean, I am. I'm out here doing the work. And I listen. I know this is going to sound annoying to some people, but I'm just so sick of talking about myself in these interviews. Like, I have nothing left to say. I mean, fuck, I probably said the same stories on here 65 times. What else do you need from me? What do you want? But I keep getting interviewed and everyone's, you know, they want people who are new to me in these interviews want to know your origin story. And I have I, I, in the last couple of weeks, I must have explained how my dad has died like 45 fucking times. And I get it. You know, if you were a normal actor and you had a movie, I don't know, if you're T- Timothy Chalamet and you're talking about Willy Wonka, you're out there talking about the character development, how, you know, you get into method acting, how how when he put on the little top hat, it make him feel like, you know, he's the chocolate man or whatever. That's how normal interviews go. But because I do stand up and the stories are about me and about my life and a very personal look into the dark times of my life that then, of course, make y'all giggle, I have single-handedly brought back up the the very gruesome details of how my father died in interviews like six times a day, six days straight. And I had a little nervous breakdown Friday. I <laughs> just started weeping. And I think it was because I was so overwhelmed and tired. And my dear friend, Jen, who, to shout out to Jen Zabrowski, who directed my special and is directing this next special that we're doing this week in Atlanta. She was like, I think it's because you didn't realize, like it was a cathartic release. She's like, you're excited how well the special has has been going, but maybe, maybe getting interviewed about your dead father that many times a day in a row is probably a lot. I just did a podcast with one of my favorite comedians, Neil Brennan. And if you've never seen his specials on Netflix, you absolutely have to watch them. My favorite one that he did is Three Mics, and it's just, it's an incredible work of art. Like, he is so unbelievably hysterical. But I was really shocked on Friday I got to do his podcast. It's called Blocks, and he's a genius. But it really is kind of a therapy session. Like, I thought I had to cut him a check afterwards. 
And it was very funny, but I I left it just in tears because I didn't realize that he really helped me work through a lot of feelings in a comedic way. And, and I, I do think like I should find another stand up to to be my therapist because. I don't want to sit in a therapy room and cry like I like to just I have to move through it. I have to giggle through it. But I was walking out of his office. I was like, Neil, I didn't expect to feel these things. And I'm walking down Sunset just crying. And my manager calls me and I'm like, Maggie, I haven't I haven't released this in a minute. And I was walking back to my hotel and I'm passing the Sunset Tower Hotel and the valet is just like, is this bitch good? So if anybody was stuck in traffic at five o'clock on Friday and you saw me across from the saddle ranch just weeping, I want you to know that was cathartic. It was good. It was a release. I'm okay, But I was just, you know, a lot of things are happening and all the good stuff, all the good stuff is great. But I do always think at the end of the day, man, I wish my dad was here. And then to then go back to the hotel, have the sweet release. And then my sweet mom come up and say she got you know, stood up on a date. It just, those are the moments. I'm like, well, we wouldn't be in this fucking position if my dad was still alive. So then I get angry and then I wolf down six margaritas. You know, I'm like, we're going to dinner. We're having cocktails. So that's, that's the wave of emotion. It's everything's high, high, high. You get, you're exhausted because everyone's interviewing you, asking you these like ridiculous aspects about your life then you're then you're back down then you're back up then you're looking at your cute little you know mommy you just want to squeeze her because you love her so much and she's driving you nuts because she's asked you 65 times where she's sitting at the LA show and I'm like mom I don't have the seating chart someone will escort you to your seat you'll have your moment to shine you'll see the fans it let it be about me for a minute Tina and I have already been laughing because we're definitely going to have to like put her in a crate this week while we're shooting this special in Atlanta. She's asked me no less than 15 times. At what point do I come out and do like my 15 minutes? I said, mom, if you knew how much money it cost me to produce this special, let me go do my job. Let me give people the show that I have worked for the last year and a half to do. I'm going to go give them the show. And then at the end, you can come out. You can stand on the streets in front of the Fox, take photos with everybody. You can have your moment. But let me have mine. <laughs> I'm trying to set her up on dates just so she'll get out of my fucking hair. You know, but my God. So, yeah, it was just a weird feeling. I was just walking back to the hotel. And I was like, I have literally talked about my father all week because he's a big part of the special. And um, and I just sometimes it catches up to you. And, you know, I don't know if I need to see somebody about it, but I don't cry at the sad shit. I cry at the happy stuff. And I've said this before. You know, I'm at a baby shower. I'm just weeping in the corner, holding a binky, just like, I love family. I I don't cry at the sad things. So really for me, it's when the happy stuff happens, that's when I, I get so emotionally charged because I wish my dad was here for the happy stuff. But I don't even think I cried at his funeral. I mean, I was zannied up. You know what I mean? I stayed barred up. But um, I didn't cry then. It's the happy times. That's when it gets you. And anybody who ever, who's ever gone through grief knows it's at those happy moments. It's at the weddings. It's at the baby showers. It's at the birth. It's, you know, fucking President's Day. You know, I don't know why that gets you. You just think of your founding fathers and then you're like, I, my dad would have been a part of the revolution. And then you're cruising around at Talbot's parking lot, blasting Hamilton, and you don't know how you got here. So anyways, that's been my emotional journey. But I'm glad you guys are here along for the journey. And I couldn't do it without you. 
This podcast is sponsored by Squarespace. Squarespace.com is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Whether you're just starting out or managing a growing brand, Squarespace makes it easy to create a beautiful website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to content to time, all in one place, all in your terms. I love Squarespace. You already know HeatherOnTour.com was powered by Squarespace, okay? I started this a long time ago. I was like, how the hell am I going to make this damn website? I went to Squarespace. There is no reason why you should not be using the tools that I'm telling you about on the podcast, you know? Listen, Squarespace is easy because it's an all-in-one platform. So if you want to build a website, they've got templates, they got point of sale, they've got email campaigns. It's all in one place. You can sell your wares, you can, you know, post your funny videos, you can do whatever you need to do right there all in one spot. All you got to do is head to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash absolutely to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Again, that's squarespace.com slash absolutely to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Work smarter, not harder. Use Squarespace. Um, again, you can do custom merch. You can easily sell custom merch and create a passive income stream that engages your audience and scales your brand. They've got an online store, video collection. They got a fluid engine. They've got a point of sale. You can even take a square reader to the Squarespace app to keep your orders, inventory, and customer data in sync with your online store. Again, remember that squarespace.com slash absolutely to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. You guys know I'm always on the lookout of ways to strengthen my immunity and gut health and improve my fitness and metabolism and enhance my skin and hair radiance. Well, guess what? I recently discovered an incredible product and brand, Armra Colostrum, okay? I saw this on TikTok. I saw it on Instagram and I'm like, all right, let's see what the real deal is. I ordered it. It is absolutely freaking fantastic. No wonder my friends are absolutely obsessed with it. Colostrum is the first nutrition we receive in life and contains all the essential nutrients our bodies need in order to thrive. Armor Colostrum is a proprietary concentrate of bovine colostrum that harnesses over 400 living bioactive nutrients that rebuild the barriers of your body and fuel cellular health for a host of research-backed health benefits. It strengthens immunity, ignites metabolism, and anti-inflammation fortifies gut health, activates hair growth, which we all know and love, and skin radiance, powers fitness performance and recovery, and confers powerful anti-aging benefits. Armra is a premium bovine colostrum concentrate and unlike any other product on the market. I know you've heard plenty of people talking about this. People are literally obsessed with it on TikTok, not even doing ads. Like they're literally genuinely taking it and obsessed with it. I started trying it and I, I'm obsessed. I'm literally obsessed. It is phenomenal. I already feel like I'm glowing from within. Why would you not try something that's going to make you feel better? Listen, we worked out a special offer for my audience. Receive 15% off your first order. Go to Try Armra. Let me spell that out for you. That's T-R-Y-A-R-M-R-A.com slash absolutely not or enter absolutely not to get 15% off your first order. Again, that's T-R-Y-A-R-M-R-A.com slash absolutely not. I know this is a new thing that you've probably never tried before, but listen, get that armor colostrum. Why would you not have this in your arsenal? We're trying to feel better and work harder and feel good while we're out and about, especially when in the holiday season. Now back to the podcast. Listen, this Atlanta show this weekend is going to be fucking fire. I cannot wait. I am so jazzed. I really, to bring this show and shoot it in the Fox Theater, the staff at the Fox Theater is the best 
staff in the world. The people in Atlanta are my favorite people in the world, and we're going to fucking do it. So we got Thursday night. We got Friday night. We are going to be releasing extra seats. We're moving around cameras. So please, if you didn't get tickets, a lot of people DM me. We are releasing more seats. So get your tickets at heatherontour.com. It's, it's sold out. But we're going to be releasing seats. So get excited. The cameras are going to be there. I need you guys to razzle dazzle, show up in your glitter, your cheetah print. Just show up because the, the, the more you come dressed to impress, the more likely you will end up in the special. So get excited. And also, we are going to be announcing more tour dates. I'm coming to Australia in February. We're going to be adding more international dates. I'm so excited. And listen, if you're abroad, let me know where you want me to come. I got a lot of cuties in Berlin DMing me saying they want me to come to the jokes and ju- the jokes in German. So I'm ready to go. We will see if we can add Berlin to the stop. You know, I'd love to do, do, do the blowjob jokes and then end up at a sex club. Let's go. Let's party. So let me know where you want me to come. And then we're going to be adding more U.S. dates at the top of next year, too. So a lot of exciting things happening. And I'm glad you're a part of the journey. But thanks for always uh, also holding my hand when I'm. I give you that raw dog, emotional, emotional breakdown. But anywho, so Robin's back on the dating scene. Let's just cut to it. I'm excited to have my mom in the studio, and I'm excited to have her listen to the hotline. As always, you can call into the hotline, 800-213-7503, and always, you know, call me. But remember, when you call me on the the Absolutely Not line, make sure your windows are rolled up. Make sure you're not actively getting pulled over for a DUI. Do not call me. Do not call the hotline and say, hey, girl, getting pulled over, coming home from my country club. Pretty sure I'm getting a DUI. Wanted to call you first. Call your attorney. Call your attorney first. Then call the absolutely not line. And don't drink and drive. Don't be a fucking fool. Hey, girl, you know what I mean? Just stole a Gucci bag from Macy's. Don't call the absolutely not line. Call your attorney. And if you happen to get locked up in Georgia, call the Georgia Law Lady. Hey, if you get into something shady, call the Georgia Law Lady, allegedly. You know what I mean? She won't let me do her ads because she said, you know, that's also bad for business. <laughs> but, oh, and all, also for y'all who are like, why isn't, why hasn't your sister been on? Again, she is a professional. We had time to dick around during COVID, but she's doing, she's doing the Lord's work. She's out there running cases. So when she gets a, a break from, you know, serving her clients in the best way she can, I'm sure we'll be able to get her on here. Maybe I'll bring her in over the holidays because I know I have time off. She has time off. So we'll sit around, dick around and, and chit chat. You know what I mean? Anyways, I cannot wait to have everybody in Atlanta. And without further ado, let's just get to it. Let's get to bringing in my mom into the studio. So ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, please welcome the red contemporary, the one, the only Diva Red, Robin McMahon. So, Robin, since we're in L.A., I have set you up on a date. You're going on a date tonight. and I'm meeting someone for a drink. You're meeting someone he's for probably, a drink. He sounds like a sweetheart. Do you have any hesitation, any reservation? What is your opening line for, you know, for this date? I just hope he's taller than me. Okay. I don't, like I don't him. think he is. Oh, God. And I hope he's not skinny. What is your opening line? How are you? Okay. Yeah. How are you? How's your day been? How? You Give know. me something else. I like, don't know. What's your you, favorite color? Do you do you travel? Well, Heather, have you ever been on a boat? Heather, I have to know. Is he widowed? Is he divorced? So maybe that's your opening line. Yeah, are you widowed? When was the last time you? When was the last time you had a woman on top of you? Like wh- right. And do you go on the dating sites? And how has your success been? 
Okay. When, when, clearly, I am now doing the boots on the ground work for you because the dating websites have been horrible for you. Oh. Let's discuss your most recent. I, what was it? A well, Bumble? there was two. Okay. Let's discuss. Uh, there was two. There was one on Bumble. The guy was actually cute, but his whole shtick was he was sick and tired of washing his own skitters and he wanted someone else to pick up after him. Good luck. That's he called, said on the app, yes. I want somebody to wash my underwear. Yeah. And he, he said, thought that uh, that was going to be, that was just going to make you want to ping him. <laughs> exactly. At least he wasn't holding a fish and he wasn't standing uh, in the bathroom. With no shirt on. Yes. Looking at his long nose hairs. And and the most recent one that we've really had a laugh oh, about w- was what? Oh, this was on Do you have Zips. your phone with that? I have to read it. It's right. the funniest shit ever. All right. Hang Can on. you get it? Let me pull it up. And the poor man, he looks like my great grandfather. <laughs> he did. We he, were at a nice steakhouse the other night and Robin pulled this out and I haven't laughed this hard in a minute. So just, I want these single people who listen to this podcast to know that even at Robin's age of 75, it's still dire. So I don't want you to think, you know, it's just you. It's everybody. It's the internet. Yes. And at my age, I have to say to them, look, if we're going to go to dinner, make sure you have your medication with you. <laughs> make sure you have your glasses. Yeah. You know, can you drive at night? Can you drive at night? Great can you question. Drive at night? That would be my first opener to yeah. build a night. I would say, hey, did you Uber or can you drive at night? Can you drive at night? And if we're going out to dinner, are your teeth in? Because we're not going for soup. <laughs> you guys, I should just let Robin do a tight 10 and open for right. my show. Hang on a minute. I've got to pull this up. Okay. Well, I'm gonna, would, I want to read it right. though. Okay. So Robin starts messaging this guy. No, no, no. You weren't messaging him. He, You just clicked on his thing, just looking. Right. And I guess it sent him well, a ping. Well, first he asked me if I'd want to go for a walk because it was a nice day. Okay. And he is, mom, he has messaged you no less than 600 times. Yeah, he likes me. All right. This is the message from a man on a website. Thank you for viewing my profile so soon. Maybe you are interested in exploring a relationship. I do have news, though. If you wanted to have intercourse with me today, it would be impossible because I have erectile dysfunction. I recently visited Georgia Urology, and they're going to surgically implant a Boston Scientific AMS 700 device. It will inflate and deflate on demand, so the question will be how long can you enjoy one session? Maybe one hour or more. The other questions are how many orgasms can you achieve in one session? And how many sessions can you enjoy in a 24-hour period of time? If you are not interested in sex, please accept my apologies. I am very glad you are interested in my situation. First of all, you never responded. Now, he just got excited. He knew that the AMS 700 was going to work. Was going to work. Yes. And he just figured, oh, she knows I'm getting this thing implanted. I She's ready. You, Heather, I wish you could show his photo, but we can't. We no, can't embarrass no, him. no. I would certainly like to meet you so we can go for a walk or watch a movie. Good evening. How are you? Have a wonderful day. How are you? Good evening. I mean, he sent 6,500 messages. Yeah, he likes me. Big shout out to Boston Scientific putting in that AMS 700 because, listen, erectile dysfunction is a real thing. So that is, there's nothing to be ashamed of there. But I love that he just immediately went to, if you want to have intercourse, don't worry, I'm getting a procedure. All right. So right out the gate tonight, you're going to ask Bill, were you able to drive? Can you drive at night? Right. Do you have your medication? Right. You know, because God forbid they get the agita at dinner. Maybe they have high blood pressure. Uh, What are the other kind of medications? What are things that are affecting your community right now? 
With the old people? They're yeah. too old for me. No, no, no. I mean, what is a medication that you might need to have in your 911 emergency kit? Like our generation, a lot of people need Narcan. Okay. That's because you're, you're at a party, you're doing cocaine, it's laced with something and you need to be shocked back to life. I'm saying well, for your generation, what do you need? Probably the life paddles. The defibrillators? Yeah, the defibrillators. <laughs> you should get like a nice Birkin bag and just keep defibrillators. That some, would be so Some funny. Viagra, maybe a baby aspirin, right? Because if you're yeah. having a heart attack, aren't you supposed to take a Bayer or an aspirin? Something like that, an aspirin. Okay, she's done zero research on no. that. No. Okay. All right. So regardless, you got a date tonight. I'm very excited about this. Yeah. You're going to have a couple drinks with this very nice I'll gentleman. i have one drink with him. You'll have one drink. Yes. All right. And then I'll we'll, stretch it out. You'll stretch it out. No, oh, that's yeah. what that's what I she don't said. I drink a whole lot. Maybe two glasses. That's it. Robin McMahon. Do you know what I witnessed you do the other day? You did not. I did. You took a bottle of wine that I had put in the garbage. It was then covered in yogurt. You took the bottle out of the garbage. Yes, I did. And washed the bottle. Washed the bottle. Because it had a screw on top. And my wine that I get at Trader Joe's. Cherry Blossom Pinot Noir, five nine eight nine a bottle, and they are not sponsoring me, <laughs> which they should. And because I had a cork and I thought it would go bad, I poured it into the other bottle with a funnel and, with sc- funnel. <laughs> and screw the top on. Meanwhile, I, can, I she did rinse it, but I yes, see a I chunk of yogurt on the back of this bottle <laughs> while you are making your scientific concoction. And I'm like, oh, yeah, says the bitch who only has two glasses of red wine at night. Mom, at four o'clock, you get that yep. that vein. You got to hit that vein with yep. that red wine. Not at four, Heather. I'd say around 345. 5.30. 5.30. All right. So is one of the, I would say one of the things that you need from Bill is to make sure that he allows you to have two glasses of wine. So if you go to a second location, he can drive and you're not responsible for it. Right. I want to make, I want to make sure that he can drive. Yeah. Yeah, And I tell everybody, I tell, if you're a young girl, mm-hmm. young lady, and you're looking for a guy, the first thing you ask him, can you change a flat tire? Oh. If he says no. He's got to go. Or you say, can you afford AAA? <laughs> if the guy can't afford a, to fix a flat tire or can't afford AAA, move on, girls. Move on. Because yeah. these are basic things. Yes. And you need, I need manly men. Yeah. No pussy men. I don't want that. Okay. You heard it here first. Robin's not looking for no <laughs> pussy men. Okay. <laughs> Jesus Christ. This don't. is why, Mom, we had to take you off my Instagram. Because I can't have you having six glasses of wine and be like, I don't want no <laughs> pussy men. All right. Anyways, so now you have this new stardom. I'm sure you should tell Bill to check you out on Netflix. Tell him your star. Lean in. You know what I mean? Let him know that you don't have time for yeah, peasants. But I don't think on Netflix that was my best angle. They need to go to my Instagram because oh. I looked cute sitting on the sta- on the leopard print stairs with my artwork. You did, but I need to hire somebody to run your Instagram because you, you've been trying to make reels on your own and it hasn't been great. Uh, no, I guess I'm not doing a good job. No, I love you, but we outsource it, mom. This is the thing. You don't want to spend money on anything. And so you think that to get somebody to run your Instagram, it should cost you $30 and a freaking, you know, pack of Marlboro Reds. It's not how things work. Okay. It's 2023. We pay people what they're worth. Yeah, that's and, true. And you, your generation, I had this conversation with you last time. 
I don't know what it is about your generation, especially the women. Y'all, you're you're like secretly misogynist. You don't want to self-promote. You're like, oh, the guys can do it. Oh, the guys can do it. It's your time, mom. It's your time. You're talented. You need to be out there, but you need to invest in yourself. You're right, Heather. Okay. I'm always right. Thank you. You heard it here first. So we're going to get, I think we should just jump into the voicemails. All right, let's do it. Let's jump into the voicemails because maybe if we give people some unsolicited advice, that's where you'll really perk up and come alive. Okay, here we go. Heather, girl, I am so excited for your great American baking show debut. Like, oh my gosh, my husband and I watched Great Britain Spanish baking show, like all of that. Like, I cannot believe that you hung out with Paul Hollywood and Prue. Like, I am over the moon, so excited for that. I love you. I cannot believe that this is real life. You are doing the biggest things. I'm so proud of you. And I mean, you don't need to hear that from me. I'm sure that you are so proud of yourself. Um, But I just needed to call in because I saw that on your Insta story and I am so excited. I will definitely be the first one tuned in watching that on November 10th. Love you. It's Jen from Tampa, Florida. Bye. Jen from Tampa, Florida. Thank you for the love. Let me tell you what, that has been a secret that I have been holding close to the chest. So this summer when I went to, remember I was in London and then I went down to Italy for a minute. I was over there shooting. the. It's technically the great American Bake Off because it's when they bring American celebrities over to England. But it is with Paul and Prue, the stars of the Great British Bake Off. We got to shoot in the actual iconic tent from the Great British Bake Off. When I got that call, that was the quickest yes I, I've ever said in my life. My agents were like, do you want to go to England and shoot this? I was like, let's fucking go. It was so much fun. The episode is going to be so completely unhinged unbelievable. And I had done a little prep. Mom, you would help me beforehand. And you're not great at keeping secrets, but you were good at keeping this secret. Yeah, I was. We, we tinkered around in, in the kitchen a little bit before I left because you had to come up with recipes, but they had to be holiday themed. And, you know, I didn't know uh, how it was going to work. So I, I came up with some recipes and we destroyed the kitchen trying to make a sponge cake one day. And how did you feel me going into that? Were you nervous when you sent me off to the airport? Did you yes. think I was going to fail? Yes, because Heather, you called me from California when you were living out here mm-hmm. and you wanted to cook some chicken. And you said, Mom, this chicken smells, is it supposed to smell like this? And I said, Heather, throw it out. Yeah, I, I'm not great at knowing no. whether or not meat has gone bad. I just think everything has gone bad. Right. And usually you're like, no, like I'll smell milk. And you're like, Heather, that's what milk smells like. Yeah. And I've thrown it away. I'm weird about that. Right. But I crushed it. Now, I can't tell you the results. You're going to have to watch it. It's coming out this week. And I was blown away. You were blown away. I can't tell him what it was, but I said, you didn't do this. I did. He said, you did it. And I said, no, you didn't. You couldn't have. The producers did say that I had the absolute messiest station and they would come and help us like clean up afterwards. And I had six people at my station helping me like wipe up eggshells and raw runny egg. Well, tell them what happened to you when you went to study abroad and you were in Italy. Oh, yeah, I did. So I took a cooking class in Italy and from like 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. every day, I would take this cooking class. And my teacher, Marcella, told me, She said, you are the worst chef I have ever had in the history of this cooking program. 
I made focaccia bread one day and like didn't put yeast in it. All right. She said, you're the absolute worst chef I have ever had, but I like you the most because I know you're trying. It was like, I I, I was a and disaster funny. and I was very funny. Right. And then my friend Carolyn, shout out to Carolyn, had a peanut allergy and she couldn't believe that anybody had a nut allergy. I mean, this was back in 2008 and she refused to call Carolyn by her first name and just, she's like, where is the nut girl? Where is the nut girl? And right. I was like, I think you got to call her Carolyn. Right. But that's Italians. They don't give a fuck. But you can follow a recipe, Heather. You're just not creative in the kitchen. I'm not creative. And you don't like cooking. The problem is if I'm standing over something and cooking it the whole time, I just smell it and then I don't want to eat it anymore. But I like pastry. I like baking. There's never a moment where I don't want to have a bite of a sweet treat. Well, that's good. What's your favorite thing to cook, mom? You Pasta. Okay, pasta. And is give us some cooking tips. I mean, to me, that that voicemail is an absolute yes. But give us some cooking advice for the for the young gals and guys that are listening. I need to do a cooking show for kids. I mean, I really do need because there's a lot of tips and tricks. If you're making some soup and you get some like chicken consomme, get yourself a jar of pesto. Throw some of that in the chicken stock. Lifts it up a little bit. All right. So you're saying if you're making like a regular chicken soup, you can right. always add a little pesto. What are some other things that you can add to really punch up the flavors? Oh, you know me and wine. I, I am the best when it comes to making wine sauce. Wine every, sauce. Yes. Every time you use wine, when you cook, listen to me, every time you use it, you make sure you put in a little bit of sugar, like a half a teaspoon or a teaspoon of sugar and a pat of butter. Makes a big difference. I will say you are you were great at making a reduction, a yes. roux, any sort of sauce. And when I would go to other people's homes and have their dinners and whenever I saw anything with like a cream of mushroom, I would panic because you would have never served us anything no, out of a can. Never. We always had like a jus, a, a bordelaise, like you just you, know how to make the sauces. Right. And when you guys were young and would go to the movies and come home at 11 o'clock at night, you didn't get pizza. You wanted chicken a piccata, a mm -hmm. veal masala or something. Oh, your veal masala. Right. And you'd be out there in the kitchen with the paddle pounding out the thin cuts of veal. And that's yeah. just how we were raised. Yes. I do think, you know, eventually when I have children, I'm so terrified of them being like the chicken fingers and fries kids, which is fine. It's fine. But we really grew up on the baba ganoush, the hummus. Right. The, and the, homemade soup. All the homemade soups. Right. Any other tips and tricks if in the have, kitchen? If you have young kids uh -huh. and they don't want to eat vegetables, take the vegetables, put them in a blender and mix it in with your spaghetti sauce. They won't know the difference. Smart. There yep. you go. Life hacks with also, the Robin. Here oh, she goes. She's also, coming alive. I'm coming alive. She just woke up. Yeah. I buy these expensive gluten-free cookies. and Where do you of, buy them? You can get them at Target by Sete. Sete. Yeah. Sete. Sete. Right. What flavor? I love all of them. Okay. Okay. They do have a nice... Except I don't like the chocolate ones. But anyway, they got crushed. And so instead of throwing the cookie crumbs out, I put them in a container and put them in the freezer, save them and sprinkle them on ice cream. Oh, bada bing, bada boom. Bada bing, bada boom. I would have been great in the Depression. <laughs> I even go around and save the old wine that's, you know, gone soured a little bit. And I make my own red vinegar. wine vinegar. Red you, wine you were vinegar. at one point, mom, making kombucha in our home. That, oh, that was good. No, I never tasted it. And Have I they, remember when I told, I told our dentist, I think I told Dr. Gurley, I said, yeah, my mom's making her own hooch at home. And he was like, do not fucking drink that. That why? could kill you. 
Because mom, it had like the the foam and the fuzz and the fur on top. And then it had the mother in it. I just read too many things on YouTube that said, don't drink your own kombucha. I don't even love kombucha. Oh, I do. Okay. So any other tips before we go to the next voicemail? This is your time to shine, Robin. Uh, Heather, uh, only use the best ingredients you can. Don't Mm. use any canned stuff. When you go to the grocery store, shop on the perimeter. Mm. Do not go up and down the aisles. What was the first thing that you made and 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 you knew in that moment, wow, I'm a, I'm a great, great chef? Probably chicken masala. Chicken masala. When I was single, the only thing I could make was chicken masala. My mother was a great cook. Mm-hmm. Absentee and, mom, but a great yeah, cook. Great cook. <laughs> anyway, that was the only thing I could make. And every guy that I ever went out with, I would make that dish for them. I mean, it was outstanding. Mm-hmm. And I would tell them, this is the only dish I ever make for someone I really care for. Oh. Ooh. Snap. And then you seal their wallet. <laughs> well. <laughs> you know, I've been doing the most these days. And when you're traveling and you're trying to, you know, have a couple cocktails after the show, but then I got to get up and I got to make sure that I'm fresh the next day for my next show. You know what I rely on? Z-Biotics pre alcohol before drinks. This is what you do. Every time I have a Z-Biotics pre-alcohol before drinks, I notice a difference the next day. Even after a night out, I can confidently plan on being able to get to my next set of shows or being able to get in the podcast studio or hell, whatever I got to do, I know that I can feel fresh for it without worry because there's nothing worse when you're like, okay, well, I want to go out. I want to be able to have fun with my friends and do the things I want to do. But just that guilt knowing that your next day will be destroyed. We don't have time for that. Look, I'm not going to lie. I was a bit on the fence about Z-Biotics pre-alcohol initially. But then while hanging out with the crew on the road, I was like, let's just try it. They sent me a big package. And if I didn't have a little pep in my step the next day, I'll tell you what, I was feeling good. And listen, Thanksgiving is around the corner. So make sure you stock up on Z-Biotics pre-alcohol probiotic before the feast. You'll thank me that you did the next day. Okay. Also, if you're coming to the show in Atlanta. You know, we're going to be wheeling and dealing. So you might as well grab some and take those before the show. If you're going out, you might as well take your Z-Biotics pre-alcohol probiotic. Z-Biotics pre-alcohol probiotic drink is the world's first genetically engineered probiotic. It was invented by PhD scientists to tackle rough mornings after drinking. Here's how it works. When you drink, alcohol gets converted into a toxic byproduct in the gut. It's this byproduct, not dehydration, that's actually to blame for your rough next day. Z-Biotics pre-alcohol probiotic produces an enzyme to break down this byproduct. Just remember to take Z-Biotics pre-alcohol, your first drink of the night, and drink responsibly, and you'll feel your best tomorrow. Go to zbiotics.com slash absolutely to get 15% off your first order when you use absolutely at checkout. Again, Zbiotics is backed with 100% money back guarantee. So if you're unsatisfied for any reason, they'll refund your money, no questions asked. Remember to head to zbiotics.com slash absolutely and use code absolutely at checkout for 15% off. Thank you, Zbiotics, for sponsoring this episode and all of our good times. You know what I love? Cozy season. You know what's even better? Jenny Kane season, because Jenny Kane makes the coziest shit on the planet. I am obsessed with Jenny Kane because you know why? They believe in the artist simplicity. They focus on comfort, quality, and timeless design so you can curate a wardrobe that never goes out of style. They also have stunning collection of home essentials, timeless furniture pieces, cozy throws, perfectly curated decor, and the most incredible candles. I keep one in every room. Also, Pia Baranchini, who's also on Dear Media, I saw that she got couches from Jenny Kane, and I'm putting in a request 
today because those look freaking fire. Also, I love Jenny Kane just because her cashmere is better than anyone's, right? The cashmere fisherman and the cashmere cocoon cardigan are bestsellers in every season. And I'm always most excited to style them for fall and winter. I am so excited to light a fire, wear my Jenny Kane cashmere, buy the fire, have a nice cup of cider and get ready for the holidays. And I'm doing it in Jenny Kane. Plus, they have an incredible rewards program where you can earn up to 10% back with every purchase and joining is completely free. Gift yourself and your loved ones the best gift of all. Jenny Kane. Our listeners get 15% off your first order when you use our code absolutely at JennyKane.com. That's 15% off your order. And I'm going to spell it out for you. J-E-N-N-I-K-A-Y-N-E.com and use code absolutely. Let getting dressed be one less thing to worry about. JennyKane.com and use code absolutely. Now back to the podcast. Let's talk about your early dating days before you met dad. When you were out and about, you know, what, what was the dating life like back in the streets of Miami? I never had a problem, Heather. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm, I'm not trying to sound like a snob or anything, but I was young. I never had a problem. People mm-hmm. wanted to go out with you. But when I met dad, I liked his personality. I didn't even pay attention to what he looked like. Mm -hmm. And I called him and asked, I said, hey, you were fun to talk to. Let's go to lunch. Mm -hmm. And then one day I took a look at him and I said, "Ooh, he's cute. And he went and took all my clothes out of my apartment and put moved me in with him. And it wasn't even 30 days that I knew him. We have we discussed this, I think, like a year ago on the oh. podcast. No, it's fine that if if nowadays if I had been dating Jeff for 30 days and he moved me into his apartment, I would have called 911 and he would have been locked up raw. Like that's that is just what a romantic gesture. But nowadays, guys don't do stuff like that. I mean, dad was a hopeless romantic. Yeah, he, he really was. was. He was. And he was 11 years younger than you. So here you had this guy who broke into your apartment and then moved you into his apartment. Yeah, he did. Were you not terrified a little bit? No, not at all. But I was walking down the aisle saying, how did this guy talk me into this? Yeah. Yeah, I did. But it was the best decision I ever made. I love that. Yeah, he was so sweet. I knew when I met Jeff, I just knew that was the one. Yeah. I did. I, I The first moment I laid eyes on him, I go, well, this is it. Yeah. I, I can't describe the feeling. I just knew it. Yep. He said that you were a real, real joy, but also a pain in the ass traveling to L.A. yesterday. He said you were asking lots of questions. You tried oh. to tip the sky cap one dollar because you said back in your day it was a dollar a bag. And yeah, it was. It was a teeny little bag. It wasn't a big bag. And and I walked up to the counter, the ticket counter, to give him my bag. And normally nobody tips, but I did. And I only had a hundred dollar bill or two one two dollars. So I gave him the two dollars. Okay. And if Jeff, he was laughing at me, but I didn't see Jeff slip me a ten. He already slipped the guy a 10. He gave the money to the guy. He didn't give it to you because he knows if he gave it to you, (laughs) you'd somehow be like, give me $8 back. (laughs) He knows you, Robin. That's why he just gives you cash for Mother's Day and not flowers. Let's get to the next voicemail. Hi, Heather. This is Hillary from Texas. I have an absolutely not for you. I recently did a maternity photo shoot and went to Dillard's, bought a pair of jeans, these jeans were a little more editorial, not something I plan on wearing again. So I just, you know, left the tags on. Just a light renting, borrowing jeans for 30-minute photo shoot. So do the photo shoot, get back to Dillard with my bag, my receipt, hand them to the clerk, say I like to return these. And as she's unfolding them to check the numbers on the receipt, uh, my dirty underwear falls out of said jeans. Now, these underwear weren't 
dirty, but they had been worn. And apparently after the shoot, when I took off my jeans, I took the underwear off with them and folded them all together. This is an absolutely not and really a cautionary tale. Um, if you're going to try to scum the system, definitely cross your T's and dot your I's because I had to pull the dirty underwear off of the Dillard's table, put them in my purse, and then you look at her with a straight face um, when we both knew that I was uh, caught in that moment. Um, absolutely not. And uh, we got to do we got to do better. Uh, you know, I, I have to do better, as the other uh, lady told you. We got to do better. Thank you for that voicemail. Wow. Oh, man, that is an absolutely not. Yes. Now, every woman knows when you're taking off your jeans and the thong comes with it, it always ends up in a pant leg. We know this. I am also the queen of returning things. If you think that, listen, I try to get a stylist. These stylists are out of control. You know, I don't have time. They got to, they, they bring you three outfits. It's $10,000. Like I'm trying to nail down a stylist, but right now it's styled by Heather. Okay. Yeah. It's styled by whatever it comes in a double XL and Zara. All right, that's what it, that's what it is. Uh, you how, and I both know this. Yeah. Uh, how about when you go to Zara and you see a, a gorgeous outfit on a mannequin and you take it off the mannequin, you bring it into the the dressing room, you try it on, you look like an absolute balloon in it. Yeah. Me personally. Not you. you yeah, 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 balloon. I heard it. I heard it, Mom. Well, I'm never able to take anything off the mannequin because if you think Zara has plus size mannequins, you got another thing fucking coming for you. Oh, they don't. But there is nothing worse than when you have that that thong. And here's the thing. It didn't. I know it wasn't dirty. You're not a dirty gal, but anything that's been hugging your bits for more than 30 minutes, especially in a photo shoot, once those oh, lights God. hit you, I get the grundle sweat. I know exactly that feeling. I mean, that is an out of body, literally seeing your thong, your skim's thong on the counter, crinkled up. You know, it's a little crusty, a little dusty. I mean, I would have just, I would have hit the deck. I, I would have died. What would you have done? I would have. I would have said, "How did that get there?" Oh, how somebody else must have tried these on. How embarrassing! Mm, yeah, someone else tried these on. What happened was, I got these jeans home, looked at the size, and said, "There's no way that was going to fit on me." Uh huh. And, and then I realized there was a dusty, crusty skin oh, thong in, in that the, pant leg. Yes. Yes. I would have denied it. I mean, I'm the queen of returning things, though. I love leaving a, a tag on it. When I met Sonia Morgan from the Real Housewives of New Jersey in the Turks and Caicos, she had her tags hanging off all of her clothes. I said, Sonia, your tags, you want me to cut it? And she goes, no. She's like, I'm returning this. Are you kidding me? This is my beach caftan. I'm going to take three photos in it and return it. Oh, I God. said, smart woman. Yeah. We love a return. We love a return. You know, I mean, wh what are you going to do? We got to work smarter, not harder these days. I guess, I guess. I like to order online, have it delivered. No, mom, you like to go to. Well, I do. You go to stores and I you like both. to tinker. Up. I do both. I do both. But I am the queen of looking at something thinking, oh, I'd look great in that. Then I try it on. It's no, not working. Okay. Can I be honest with you, mom? This stuff infuriates me. You do this self-deprecating thing like you're a beached whale. You're not. You're no. you're tiny. I have sent you all those cool Instagram accounts of those women your age Heather. wearing cool shit. You can wear it. And Heather. what are you wearing today? The the uniform, a slip on Ked, a straight jean. Straight jeans aren't even in right now. I don't care. I look white... good in them. Oh my God, mom. You have the ability to be the coolest fucking chick in the game. You got perky tits. You got a great body. You have, gr you have the money to do it. And yet you still wear the same three things. Uh, well, sorry. I feel comfortable. What's the most expensive thing you've ever returned? Or the most scummy thing you've ever returned? <sighs> Well, I bought underwear one time. Look, I am not a fashionista. 
I do not find anything at TJ Maxx. For some reason, I just don't have that gift. I bought underwear at TJ Maxx. It was marked my size. I got it home and the legs were sewn together. There was no leg. No leg. There was no leg. That is what you get for buying underwear at TJ Maxx. Yeah. Mom. Yeah. This is the problem. When I'm on the road and I call you and you're like, I have nothing to do. It's a Friday night. Oh, hell You could go to Bones. You could go to a restaurant. You could sit at the bar and it'll be 8 p.m. And I'll look at your location. I'm about to go on stage. And I see that you're at TJ Maxx and I become infuriated. And then when you don't write down the proper date of your best friend's daughter's 40th birthday, a place where you could be socialized, go out, meet people, put on a snazzy outfit. You have more clothes than anybody on the planet, mom. And you're still wearing the skinny jeans and a white tea. I mean, I get it if it's Heather, a uniform, but he- you've got places to go when you still go to TJ Maxx. Get out of TJ Maxx. Well, I keep thinking I'm going to find it's like Bumble. You go to TJ Maxx, you think you're going to find something. And you don't. don't. And you still go back. I it's know. Like, it's like a puppy dog who's been abused. Yes, yes, you're right. You're right. I'm out of there. You Are you out? I'm you're out. out of the Max. I'm out of the Max. All right. You heard it here first. Robin is going to be out of the Max. How long do we think you can stay out of a TJ Maxx? I can stay out of TJ Maxx, not Home Goods, but TJ Maxx. I'm fine, out. fine. I think they're owned by like the same conglomerate. All right. So you're going to be out of TJ Maxx. Yeah. Forever? There's nothing you need, mom. You don't need to buy I discounted need- shoes. It's like the other day you bought all, I bought you a beautiful, real Gucci silk scarf. Heather. In Italy. I love the scarf. And then, it's not the best color for me. Fine. Then I'll take it back. I bought it as a nice gesture. I yes. thought, what a classic, nice gift that my mom, who's a classy broad, yeah, can true. wear forever. Then you went on YouTube and just typed in. I returned in, them all. I returned them all. You typed in, stylish women in the 70s. And what was everyone wearing? A beautiful silk scarf. Yes. Adding it to a blazer. Adding it to the handle of their bag. So when I came home from Tampa last weekend, what did you have? 65 synthetic <laughs> fake Fendi scarves. If you so much as even put these near the surface of the sun, they They'll, would all fucking explode. Yes, they would blow up. They didn't I mean, even look like silk, no. mom. They were cheap. They, they were worse than polyester. I sent them all back. Good. But what I'm trying to explain to you is, mom, you were in the, the golden years of your life, right? Right. Why not spend a little bit more money on something that, Hey, even if you don't want it for yourself, you could pass down to your daughters. Ashley and I would love to have your nice Chanel, but instead you go on Timu and you're buying the fake shit online. What is the point? You know what, Heather? You you just sparked a light in me. You're absolutely right. Spark the light. You're absolutely right. Screw leaving you guys money. I'll just spend it. Why not? I have said this though. I know. Why? You have one life to live. I know you can already live to be 100. There is not going to be any money left. That is why I am doing shows all across America (laughs) and going international, okay? I know that I'm going to have to work and be pregnant and carry a baby and breastfeed and do fucking podcasting for the rest of my life. And that is a a gift that I I know will keep giving. I've said, go enjoy yourself. You know, you're absolutely right. Why are you nickel and diming at TJ Maxx? So what is today? November 3rd? You heard it live on Heather's podcast. I am spending her money. I'm spending my money. You already spend my money. I don't spend, you spend your money. my money. Mom, what was the other day you said you were gonna split lunch? Oh, you I can't buy lunch? A, I thought it was a nice gesture. I pay for lunch. I pay for every meal. You can't just get a you can't get a lunch. You said you would split it. You said you want to split it? And I'm like, at that point, no. What I'm saying, mom, is spend the time to get something that's quality over quantity. You're right. What is You're the right. point? 
I'm not saying go out and buy six Chanel's, but why are we spending the the $300 to get a fake one? And then next thing you know, your credit card has been compromised because somebody in the Philippines has all your information. You know, you're absolutely right, Heather. You are brilliant. You are my kid. All uh, right, I'm spending. Josh, let's splice let's together go shopping. All, let's splice together the amount of times on this podcast she said, you are right. Go ahead and make a note for the social media team. She just said, I'm brilliant and I am right. Yes, okay. Why right. does it have to be threatening that you have okay. to spend my inheritance Well, to buy one nice thing? Well, I'm going to. So <laughs> let's go something positive. There's got to be something positive that I do right. Mom, if you you're don't... a mom out there, have you already decided, have y'all decided that your kids come up to you? You know, you're probably in your 50s and your children come up to you. Mom, you don't do this right. Mom, please, you're embarrassing me. Mom, be quiet. Mom, mom, zip it. I'm fine. Robin, I'm not saying any of these things. You don't embarrass me. I bring okay. you on national television. You're the love of my life. Right. What I am saying is I find quirky things that you do where I think you, you could be spending your time more wisely to enjoy your life. You That's don't right. have to be in a bargain bin at a Ross for less. <laughs> I think it's the hunt. I know it's the I hunt. I know it's the hunt. And that's why I know with the dating, okay? That's why I know with the dating. You love to be on all the apps, but you never pull the trigger. Not you, for me, but I've set other people up. Exactly. It's the hunt. Yeah. You love to be in the bargain bin, but you never come home with the you know sweater. What? You're absolutely right, Heather. Uh, no bargain bins. If you're a guy out there and you're a bargain, not happening. No, we don't. No. We want we want top of the line, yes. fresh from the factory, the real deal. Yes, the real deal. See, hey, I don't like real the hunt. deal here, isn't there where they have all real stuff? I don't know what the real real is. <laughs> Isn't that like real Chanel scarves and stuff? Yeah, they have real stuff. It's the real real. Not oh. sponsored. Yes, they oh. have real things. But are they used? They are used, but I don't hate a used so, bag. No, so you get a little discount. I love a discount. There you go. Let's check back in next week and see if she went and bought anything that somebody else has, you know, put their tampons in. Let's get to oh, the next voicemail. Gross. Hey, Heather, it's Meredith from Birmingham, Alabama. I have a dating story for you. I don't know if it's an absolutely yes or absolutely not. I think absolutely not, but I need your take on it. Um, so basically, I start seeing this guy, went to University of Alabama, roll tide, we love it. And he was very intentional at first, and then he gets really lazy as time goes on. Two months go by. He's really not putting in the effort. So I send a text and I say, to be honest, whatever's not going on here isn't living up to my standards, blah, 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 blah. He gives me this BS answer. I'm glad you said something. I always welcome speaking your piece and saying what's on one's mind. Like, okay, douchebag. Um, basically, like, won't let it go. And I'm like, okay, like, what can I say to make this guy F off? And so I say, if you can possibly find it in yourself to plan a date and ask me on said date in advance, i.e. not the day of, then yes, I'll check my schedule and see if I'm free to go. Because he was not planning dates. He's not pursuing me and that's what I want as a southern woman I know that's not for everyone okay that's what I want he goes now that I can do and then I didn't reply and then the next morning at 7 17 a.m he sends me an evite that he made on canva it says you're invited with these like celebratory emojis taco mama date which is a taco place here Sunday 5 p.m with this like salsa bowl and guacamole and avocado so basically like sending an evite for a date and at the time I thought it was funny and my friend one of my close friends was like Meredith I think he's mocking you and so 
I don't know. We, we're long story short, we're, we're not going out any, any longer. And so I don't know. Do you think he was mocking me? Do you think it was just funny? Like, what do you think? I just needed to share with you. So let me know. Love you so much. Hold on. First of all, what a fool. This is an absolute yes. He's yes. not mocking you. You asked him to do something. He and, was being funny about it, saying, I'm just creative and creative. And I think her girlfriend is being a little jealous. I think her girlfriend's being a little, little bitch. bitch. Little be a be a. Yeah. Why are you acting like a be a be a? I agree, Heather. She's being a bitch. He put some effort into it. Mm-hmm. She should go back up. She you should call she should call him and say whatever his name is, Peter. Peter, I'm so sorry. Mm-hmm. You know, my bitchy girlfriend gave me some very bad advice, which I shouldn't have listened to. And I am so proud of you. And I think it was so touching that you planned this date the way you did. Listen, worst case scenario, he was mocking you and then you show up for the taco mama date and he's not there. And then, you know, then you got your answer. But he he was engaged when you said, hey, it really bothers me that you don't put any effort into this. He listened to you. He said, I can do that. And then the next day he sent you an evite, thought it was probably cute, funny, good, was going to make you laugh. Yes. Put in the actual effort to go on his computer and make it. And you said specifically, what were the things you said? It can't be like the morning of. Right. It can't be for that day. And I need you to plan something. And look, so what if it was for the day of? He's thinking about you. It wasn't, though. He said she said for a Sunday. Yeah. She said he sent an invite for a Sunday. He obviously likes her. You know, can I be honest with you? Only take advice from me because some of y'all take advice from your other single friends who are just as upset or just as single, single. And I I sometimes think that every people aren't given sage advice. Right now. I know everyone is doing a deep eye roll right now. Heather, you haven't been in these streets. You don't understand. You don't understand. Yes. But call me. I will help you figure out and wade through the bullshit. Okay. Sometimes I think you need a third party to really figure out what's going on. And men are one dimensional. Yes. Women, we can multitask and do a bunch of stuff. They're not that complicated. All you got to do is give them great sex, Mm. feed them and hand them the remote control. That is the most archaic thing I've ever heard. But she is actually accurate. Right. Well, you you used your words. You said what you wanted. Right. You said, hey, this is upsetting me. Right. He absorbed that. Then he said, how can I make it better? You said, this is what I need from you. And then he did it. And now you're not, yeah. you're not and dating she's him. she's going to have to backpedal big yeah. time to get him back. Bitch, get on that bike and start backpedaling. You got because it. Because he could have been a good he, one. That's right. He could have been a good one. Reach out to him. Say, hey, listen, I think I may have taken some bad advice. My friend said you were mocking me by sending this. But then the, you're already going to seem like you're overthinking a little cuckoo. Be like, no, if that- you still want to do Taco Mama, I'll meet you there on Sunday. Yes. Yeah. No pressure. I'll meet you there on Sunday. That's absolutely right, Heather. Hey there, absolutely not listeners. It's a holiday season. So I want to talk to you about Etsy. Now, you know, I love to shop women, be shopping. I love to get my shop on and I love to shop on Etsy for beautifully made items from independent sellers. If you're like me and you're on a mission to find handcrafted affordable gifts made by independent sellers, well, then you've come to the right place. Whether you're searching for custom home pieces like cutting boards, linens, throw pillars, or your favorite holiday hosts, or personalized items like purses, necklaces, and seasonal jackets for your most stylish friend and family, 
Etsy has it. I love Etsy. What a great way to get a personalized gift, to get something new and original, and you're helping small businesses. And that's what we love to see. I mean, there's nothing better than when you get a nice cutting board and it's got somebody's initials in it. It's a nice housewarming gift, a nice Christmas gift. Let's think about doing something different, thinking outside the box. If you're new to Etsy, use the code HOLIDAY10 for 10% off your first purchase. That's code HOLIDAY10, that's one zero, for maximum discount value of $50. It expires December 31st, 2023. See terms at etsy.com slash terms. Again, I love Etsy. I think everything that they've got at Etsy is great for handcrafted and affordable gifts for everyone on your list. Etsy has it. Shop etsy.com. Again, that's etsy.com. We love it. You love it. It's Etsy. For handcrafted and affordable gifts for everyone on your list, Etsy has it. Shop etsy.com. I manifested this next sponsor of the podcast because I started talking about Shark and how much I love all their products. And what do you know? Now we're working together. The Shark Never Change Air Purifier Max saves you $300 or more in filter replacement costs over five years. You want to know why? Because it's the best. They have a clean sense IQ, which tracks air quality and constantly adjusts power to maintain clean air in your home. They also have an anti-allergen HEPA filter, which captures more micropollutants than HEPA standards require, trapping 99.98% of large, small, and micro-sized particles. And it covers 1,400 square feet for powerful multi-room purification. I got my Shark Air Purifier. It was the first thing I unboxed. And let me tell you what, that thing is like so quiet. It's in the corner and I can literally look at look at the numbers and it'll tell me like where my room is at in the air purification system. It lets me know what level we're at. I am obsessed with this thing. You barely even notice it. It's clean looking. It's nice and round. You can put it in a little corner. It is a game changer. I have so many allergies. There's so much dog hair everywhere. We are doing the most in my house per usual. And that's why I love shark products. Listen, visit sharkclean.com and use code absolutely at checkout for 20% off. That is a huge discount on your purchase of the Shark Never Change Air Purifier. That's S-H-A-R-K-C-L-E-A-N.com. Use code absolutely for 20% off your order. And remember, visit www.sharkclean.com for more information. But listen, Get that sharkclean.com and use code absolutely for 20% off your order. You are going to thank me later that you got your shark. Ladies, I also think we need to keep some things close to the chest. I do think when it comes to dating, give these guys a benefit of the doubt. And I'm not saying don't call your friends for advice, but I think we got to keep some of these things a little close to the chest. Yeah. And just see how it goes. And then if these people are going to disappoint you, they're going to disappoint you, period. Right. Right. But you don't need Carolyn, you know, Francine, Lindsay, Emily, everybody. And that turns a guy off when he thinks you're telling all your girlfriends all this stuff. A man, listen to me, girls. Mm -hmm. A man needs to be respected. Women need to be loved. Mm. A man needs to be respected. You know, it's nice to tell him, oh, you look handsome. A man wants to feel like he's your prince charming. I don't give a rat's ass who he is. Mm. Okay. And when you tell a guy, I feel safe with you, his chest just went from a 52 to an 82. Okay, fantastic. So he got implants. <laughs> he got horny. He got horny for That's that. That's right. Well, that is true. You know, when Jeff, when I when I'm with Jeff and I'm like, he... Yeah, I mean, listen, if you disrespect a guy, I mean, women don't need to be disrespected either, obviously. No, no, no. But what you're saying is, you. here's my thing. We're not giving this guy the benefit of the doubt. You ask him to do something. 
He, he did followed it. through with a yeah. sense of humor. Right. I think he's great. And now we're throwing him under the bus. Come on. Go to Taco Mama. Yeah. No you, kidding. What are we doing here? This is insane. Let's get one more voicemail. Hey, Heather. It's Jamie from Houston. Uh, love listening to you. And uh, I'm excited to tell you about this. Absolutely not. That happened to me on Halloween. So I've got two little boys, um, ages three and five. It's honestly been a freaking roller coaster since the day that the three-year-old was born. Um, they are starting to act like best friends, which I know um, happens with time. But the three-year-old just stopped fighting, just started to be kind of, you know, able to take out in public. Um, and, you know, life was going well until Halloween night. So the two of them dressed up as red Power Rangers. Um, nobody wanted to be a different color. They both had to be red. Uh, they were both trick-or-treating um, with 40 of our closest friends in the neighborhood. Keep in mind, none of my friends in the neighborhood have two boys that are close in age. Um, it's just, you know, a completely different experience to raise two little boys. So as we're trick-or-treating, I've got my warm spiked cider in my hand. I turn around and I see the five-year-old absolutely jump on the three-year-old um they are screaming the 40 friends are just looking at the chaos happening in the front yard of some random neighbor's house um apparently the three-year-old took the five-year-old's trick-or-treating bucket so the five-year-old proceeded to put him in a headlock um luckily they were wearing their power ranger costumes so the five-year-old sucker punches the three-year-old in the stomach i I just, I had no words. All I was doing was screaming for my husband, who was on the corner drinking a beer with his friend um, to try to help separate the children. It was just an absolutely not. Um, raising two little boys that are close in age is probably one of the craziest experiences a mom can go through. Um, and I just hope that I am raising sweet boys at some point, but absolutely not to being embarrassed. Buckle up, sweetie, because that's only the beginning. They'll be getting in headlocks from now until they're 45 or 50. Oh. It's just the way it is. And it's not that they don't love each other, but... Boys will be boys. Boys will be boys. Ashley used to torment me, I mean, pretty aggressively. And I remember the day the dad was just like, you're bigger than her. Just let her know what's up. And I think I kicked her in the shins once. And that was it. And yeah. she knew that I physically dominated her. Now, she still plays the mind games oh, on me. Yeah. I mean, Ashley knows how to like really stir the pot mentally for me. But sisters do the same shit. I yeah. mean, we used to really, really razz on each other. She used to tell you every day you were adopted. Yeah. Well, <laughs> physically, when I would stand next to you and her, I did seem like I, you know, one thing doesn't fit. And right. I, I was the circle in the square for sure. Yeah. What did you think, mom, when you when you had such a juicy child? Because Ashley was this like petite little porcelain doll. What did you think when I came out with I my didn't... misshapen head and my flamed up eczema? <laughs> Heather, you were cute. You did look like a Cabbage Patch kid. I well, have that's to a, say that's that. a good thing, though. Yeah, cabbage Patch kids are cute. Yeah, you were cute. You were cute. Look. You were a gift. You were funny. You were easy to be with. Mm, I was a you gift. Never, you, I was a <laughs> gift, everybody. <laughs> you never complained. All I had to do was feed you. No matter if I would read you a story, you thought it was great because I'd be animated. Yeah, I, I like would, people to entertain me. Yes. I would read Ashley a story and she'd look at me like, bitch, you better have something intelligent to say. Yeah, she wanted you to read the encyclopedia. Yeah, she did. I'm over here like, I want you to get out People Magazine and let me know what's going on on 90210. <laughs> yes. <laughs>
I mean, I have other friends. I mean, I've told you all about this. My girlfriend, Mary Beth, has three little boys. And when I call her, she calls me every day when she picks them up from school. And when I say that it is like the threats in the car, the screaming, and they're the happiest kids on the planet. Right. That's just them. That's the way it is. It's but life. It's life. You know what I mean? I mean, listen, if you're worried about the other 40 parents who judging cares? you, who cares? Tell them to fuck off. And exactly. They they've all been in that situation. Absolutely. And listen, you know what? You could say they were method acting. You know what Red Power Rangers do? <laughs> method act. They, they get in on it. Yes. The Red Power Ranger is a powerful little beast. Yeah. What was the worst, the most embarrassing thing that Ashley and I ever did in public, though? Because I get where the mom's frustration comes from. It's in public. <sighs> well, Ashley, one time... We were in Lomans. I don't even know if they still have There's a There's not a Lomans. All right. She was in Lomans and she was touching stuff and she couldn't read it this time. I think she was like two and a half. And I said, Ashley, that sign says little children are not supposed to touch the, the clothes. It really didn't. But that's what I told her. And she turned to me and she said, mother, that's the dumbest <laughs> sign I ever saw. This is at two and a half. She said, don't they know that little children like to touch stuff? Okay, she and sounds you were, yeah. like Wednesday Adams. Yeah. You didn't think at any point you, that this kid was from The Shining? I don't know, Heather. You were. I was dealing with you, and maybe she was three and you were an infant, and I was dealing with you crying because you wanted to eat something. Mm -hmm. and okay, She dig. wanted to touch stuff. Okay, but what would I do? I mean, was there ever a moment where you looked at me as a child and you were like, this this kid's cooked? Like we, it, she you fell off very, the back of the bus. No, you were very fussy on your clothes. Yeah, still am because yeah. I'm uncomfortable. Yeah, you didn't want anything like scratching you or touching you. I don't like tight things no, now. you don't like tight things. And you were a little chubby. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> they would be tight on you. You didn't like that. Even as a child, things were just really tight in the middle. I didn't like it. I don't like anything with a waistband. It would just dig right. in and I was oh, uncomfortable. What? We had a code, right? And I said to the kids when they were little, if somebody grabs you mm -hmm. when, you know, was tries to steal, you yell as loud as you can. You're not my mother. Mm -hmm. And you two did that. And, and I think it was Macy's. You would, I remember we were in the rug department. <laughs> you would always bring us to go shopping for furniture in the rug department. Right. And we would lay on the rugs and run around and you you grabbed my arm because we were being rowdy. Yes. And we screamed, you're not my mother. Yes. I uh -huh. was mortified. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well. Because you look like dad. You didn't look like me. That is true. Yeah. And what happened after that? Did security come? No, they didn't, thank God. But I was like, these are my kids. <laughs> these are my kids. I got the scars to prove it. Oh, <laughs> she's got the scars. Yeah. I do. Okay. And how are we going to bring up the scars in our new dating life when we go on a... Hell no, okay. Heather. All right. Hell no. I, Mom, I love you. And everybody loves you. The reason I bring you on the podcast is because you are just... You, you shoot from the hip. You're so raw. You're so real. But I want you to know that the reason I am so hard on you some days is because I love you the most. Okay. Oh, that's so sweet. It, but you know that's true. Yeah. I you have so much freaking potential, mom. And you're too self-deprecating. I know I'm self-deprecating, but it's my job. But the days we get, oh my hair's a mess, this, that, all oh, my jeans. I got ketchup on my shirt. But it's not <laughs> and I usually do. But you're a knockout, mom. Yeah. If we could just work on maybe less tissues in the purse. You'd yeah. love, I borrowed your purse the other day, the purse that I bought you when I did Radio City. I bought you a YSL bag. Yes, you a did. A East St. Laurent. And then when I went to go borrow the bag, there were enough used <laughs> tissues in the bottom of that bag 
to to start a nursing home. And I said, this is disgusting. And you're like, my nose is running, the tissues. Take a Zyrtec. There's just little hacks in the world in your life that I think that we can do, you know, with modern medicine, with, you know, using technology to just make your life smoother. You don't have to be running around. You know what? From now on, Heather, my life's going to be smooth. I am smooth sailing from now on. Yeah. You need to be smooth. I'm going to be Carlos Santana and Rob Thomas. All right. So you're going to take my advice or you're going to keep bucking back and fighting me? I want to get a Zyrtec as soon as we leave here. <laughs> I won't have the tissues and I'm not going to TJ Maxx anymore. And I'm going to maybe go to the real world mm-hmm. and I'm going to order something. I, I'm going to go to the real world down the street here. OK, sounds good. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I just want to say real quick, I'm so excited to be shooting my next special at the Fox Theater. So when this comes out, it will be the day before we're shooting the special. I am so anxious. I'm so nervous. I'm so excited, though, to be bringing this home. Don't worry. Robin will make her debut. Please eat a chicken quesadilla before the show. Behave. Come. The cameras are going to be out. This is such an unreal moment. I'm so grateful to have you guys along on the ride on YouTube, on the podcast, coming to the shows. We are about to announce more shows we are going to add to the 2024 lineup. I'm coming to Australia. We're going to be hitting more international dates. Always check out. Get your tickets at heatherontour.com. Also, side note, we will be opening up some extra tickets for the Atlanta show. So please come. I'm so excited. And again, if you're a little confused, the material that's on Netflix now is not what I'm currently touring with. Heather, they're going to die when they see this one. It's wild. It's wild. If you thought the Netflix one now is funny, wait till you hear this one. It is. It is hysterical. And ladies and gentlemen, I say this to everybody who's a fan of hers. I apologize for anything Heather has to say, Mm -hmm. but it's true. And when there's a couple lines in there, you'll be looking at each other and say, I think like that. Yeah, there you go. And you probably got it from me. I did get it from you. And you know what? If I got it from my mama, then it's a great thing. Yes. This is your new theme song. Oh. Hey. Yes. I'm going to start playing this when Robin comes out on stage. Oh. In her skinny jeans, her kids, and her white tee and navy argyle sweater. Hey. Hey. Hey, Robin. And you're not kidding, Heather. I'm 75. I might as well enjoy my life. Enjoy you your life. You got it. You got Give it. Give me five. You got it. Ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for Thank you for tuning on. in. I love you, mean it. I'll see you on the next episode. Ciao, Bella. Au revoir, Chi. Heather Ann Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. Don't forget to subscribe, rate us, and leave a review. And as always, follow me on Instagram at Heather K. McMahon. See you guys soon. note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.